0: Hello and welcome to the Hairdresser Strong Show. My name is Robert and I'm your host. Uh, We talk with hairstylists from different backgrounds, hearing their experiences and perspectives about career defining topics that are important to rising and transforming hairstylists. Uh, Today, I'm talking with Ashley Gray. Ashley, will you please introduce yourself to our audience?
1: Hi, uh, my name's Ashley. I own Ash Salon out in Haymarket, Virginia. Um, I've been doing hair for probably about 15 years now, which is crazy. And I opened Ash Salon in 2017, so going on my fourth year now. And this is my new little baby, Wesley.
0: <laughs> hey, Wesley. Uh, so today we're going to uh, talk about uh, motherhood and COVID. I thought it would be a really cool uh, break from our normal show to uh, bring, a, bring an interesting story. Uh, it's full of fun and excitement and maybe even a little bit of stress, uh, but we're going to here, uh, Ashley talk a little bit about it. So um, let's start off by asking you, well, first of all, when did you uh, give birth?
1: Um, about five weeks ago, December 27th.
0: All right, so super fresh. Well, yeah. you, you, you look great for, by the way, five weeks out of delivery. Thank you. Um, so where were you when you found out uh, that you were pregnant?
1: I was actually in the salon. Um, we were shut down for COVID and I had just done a um, hair color kits we were selling the hair color kits and that Sunday we had done a pickup and I had been working it with a couple of my coworkers, and in my salon it's all a bunch of women we all end up syncing up with our periods I know that's a little TMI but um, (laughs) so we were one of the girls was talking about how she was on her period I'm like wait I we're supposed to be on our period now. And I was just thinking I was messed up because of, I wasn't around everyone anymore. Right. Um, But I went in the very next day and I just had this weird feeling that morning, I would worked out and I had a little throw up in my mouth. And so I took a pregnancy test to the salon that morning when I went to go work again. And sure enough, I was pregnant.
0: Wow, so you were, this was during quarantine while you were giving out color to go kits? Yes yeah I
1: think I found out in April yeah
0: oh wow oh wow so I wonder how many uh quarantine babies there are going to be because uh I'm (laughs) sure there's going to be a lot you know two ten what was it like 10 weeks I think we were shut down
1: 10 weeks we were Um, yeah we they say it's the next baby boom COVID boom
0: (laughs) Yeah. yeah um okay cool well uh so what was that like uh, being pregnant during quarantine and COVID? Like, who did you call first? And uh, tell us a little bit about your thoughts in the moment.
1: Ugh. <laughs> it was very, very stressful. I My head was still just wrapping around like the fact that the salon was still closed and how we were gonna survive that. I was dealing with the PPP loans, all that stuff. I don't think I've ever been more stressed in my life. Again, which is why I thought I was late because I was just so stressed. Um, So then I found out I was pregnant. And I mean, personally, it was very stressful because I wasn't even with the father. So I was like, this is not how I wanted it to be. Um, But yeah, I was just like, how am I going to do this? I didn't even know when we were going to reopen financially. That's there's that stress with it. Um, And then not to mention having a baby during quarantine, I mean, during COVID has been... So weird because you feel like you have to isolate and you know. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, the last trimester especially, I mean, I was like a psycho. Like I didn't want to be around anybody that I didn't know where they had been. I really just had like my little circle, like two, three people that I'd hang out with in my house. But um, you know, because I didn't want to go into labor and then not be able to perform for labor. And then I was just the fears that you hear about giving it to your babies, which I know it's low, but still, it's just so unknown. Everything's so unknown right now. Right. Um, but I mean, I almost, once I found out I was pregnant, I had so much other stress going on that, well, um, that I couldn't really even focus on it. I don't know, in a way, it almost maybe made the pregnancy go by quicker because I was so okay. worried about just, surviving and then reopening and getting all that set up. So, oh, stop. it's okay. It's okay. You wanna take over? Hold on one second. It's okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Our over here. Um, yeah. yeah, so the, I would say the first and the second trimester almost kind of flew by. The first trimester, we were closed. The second trimester, I was working um, insane hours we did what we you were talking about like really long shifts or shift work um, and because I had had so many clients I did like morning and night shift so I was working I don't even know 50 wow. 60 hours yeah wow.
0: so when did so, you uh at what point during your pregnancy did you stop uh, going into the salon or we taking clients or wind down your schedule or what when did you at what point did you make a shift out of that I didn't crazy really-
1: the, the very, well, I stopped doing those like 11, 12 hour days or whatever, but um I worked up until two weeks before I gave birth. Wow. It, was supposed to be, it was supposed to be 10 days, but then she was late. And so I ended up getting induced. So yeah, I worked up until the end. That's um, it was really stressful because as the owner, I was like, it wasn't just my clients that I was worried about. It was relinquishing control of everything and getting all the everything set up, so I had to, you know, let go of a lot of different duties so I could actually take this leave. Getting right. the girls trained on doing ordering and the social media, all that kind of stuff, um, so I could really step away. You're a salon
0: owner. You're worried about your business, but you're not just like worried about your business and the money you're making. You're also worried about the fact that. Everything's changing. You're so used to having your hands in everything, and now like you're gonna be forced to not have your hands in everything and not be around all day, even if it's for a short period of time. So like coming over that, I can imagine uh, could be its own set of new stress uh, on top of COVID and being finding out you're pregnant during COVID and all that stuff. Um, so right. what, when you, when I when I mentioned getting back behind the chair, take like, how much time did you take? Or I by the love way. Things. 11 weeks
1: weeks, yeah so I have like 10 weeks after she's born so I'll go back the beginning the beginning of March
0: nice okay and um so when when I'm talking about getting back on behind the chair what comes to your mind like are you excited are you scared are you nervous do you not want to go back the same way are you going to do anything different
1: yeah I'm going to do lots of things different I feel I have so many mixed emotions about it um I mean, I'm excited to get back behind the chair. Like I feel like with hair, if you get away from it for too long, you already are like falling behind on the trends and everything. So there's always that fear. You're like, I need to know what's happening. I need to know, you know. I mean, I guess it's easier because we can look at our phone and be on Instagram and follow the trends and stuff. But still, um, I miss the camaraderie with the girls for sure. It is a little isolating in the house alone. But um, before having Wesley, I, would just work and work and work and work and i i was had a really hard time saying no so yeah i'll stay late i'll come in early i'll come in on my day off those kind of things but now i can't do that and i don't want to do that and i have to say like i'm so grateful that i got pregnant because i feel like i needed this i needed to step away from behind the chair some in order to even just be a good owner um i feel like i can't do everything you know what i mean so It's been good for me to step away and not work myself into the ground anymore and give more responsibility to different team members and, and the salon's doing great, it's doing better than ever. And I'm not as involved. So I'm like, I can see that it's, you know what I mean? I can see that it's fine without me. And I needed my clients. I have some clients that I've been doing their hair for 10, 15 years, and they just are so um, attached to me and they're just terrified to see someone new. So as much as I'd be like, no, try Victoria or try, you know, whatever, they wouldn't want to do it. Well, they were forced to now. Right. And I feel like a lot of them can see, conce- okay, they can do hair and like, it's going to be okay. I don't have to do your hair every single time. Right. Cause the ultimate goal, I guess, I mean, why do you open a salon? You do eventually want to not work behind the chair five right. to seven right. days right. a week. So, so maybe it, this was all.
0: Do you think you know, you'd it was back? Sorry uh do you think you'll go back full-time behind the chair
1: no i'm only going back three days um yeah. and then like on saturday a month okay i really cool. want to get more into the training of the um apprentices we've got a strong apprenticeship apprenticeship program now yeah. that okay. needs more of my time and attention cool. so if i can spend a whole day on that instead of behind the chair in the long run it'll benefit me so
0: Absolutely, and benefit your team so much. They'll probably love
1: that. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, okay. So, uh, well, what are you? What would you say is your the thing that you're most excited about and most fearful about, or nervous about, as you um, look look at the last, you know, what five weeks of staying home and, and going back into the salon? Um, and you, and, you, and you, I, you could men, you could say it has to do with nothing with you going back. It could be about the industry or, um, anything, but what would you say were the, the most fearful, most challenging or nerve nerve wracking thing? And what is the most exciting thing looking forward?
1: I mean, just going back after having a baby, I, I'm most nervous about the overstimulation because I've been, like I said, home. It's been quiet, I've been enjoying it. And the longer you get away from that, it's been eye opening to see what clients who work from home feel like, like when they come into the salon and it's busy. So when I've gone by, I've gone by like every single week. Some days it's just like, uh, like, and everyone wants to talk to me and how's the baby, you know? I'm like, and it's just a little overstimulating. So I don't know, like it's, I can't wait to see everyone but at the same time, I'm like nervous. I wish I could do it with like five people at a time. I don't know. <laughs> And it's not that I'm like afraid I'm gonna get COVID. It's just, it's weird. I just, I'm not, I have more anxiety now. Right. Um, so I guess I'm just fearful of just that, just going back a little bit. But I mean, I'm, I'm ready at the same time. I'm most excited just to get inspired again. I hope things start rolling again this year. I saw Behind the Chair announced that they're doing Austin. I don't feel like it's even gonna happen. I don't know how when they may, could. When would that be? August.
0: What? <laughs> oh yeah, okay. Wow. But maybe next
1: week. Yeah, they already announced it. So I was like, okay. But I love that kind of stuff. And we didn't get to do anything like team bonding last year. Right. 2020. So I actually just booked a beach house for my whole staff this summer. And we're oh, gonna wow. close down we're gonna close the shop for like three days and do half the team comes one part of the week and half that comes the other week. Just team bonding. I miss that. Um I miss hair shows, yeah. and like all that So yeah. I guess I'm get excited for all that stuff as well, but yeah. it's definitely gonna yeah. be a different world, you know, in our industry for a while.
0: Well, um, it sounds like the baby was uh, not only a blessing of life, but also a blessing uh, to, to give you some clarity on your kind of path forward, which is super exciting and uplifting and positive message for a laugh uh i'm am ending our interviews with asking you to share a story uh most embarrassing moment of client interaction or behind the chair even if it wasn't funny when it first happened uh but maybe (laughs) you can laugh a little bit now uh do you have one uh in mind that you would like
1: i had to think about that because i was like i know i've done some stupid shit behind the chair but like forgetting to color half their head or whatever but I'm like when was I like the most embarrassed and I swear it's still sits with me it was in hair school at Graham Webb. I cut this guy's hair and he I could tell he just had like a crush on me and I was like super uncomfortable like super sweaty palms so nervous and then he was like oh I was like done cutting his hair and I went to blow dry the cape off and I said, do you want me to blow you some more? And it was the way, <laughs> it was awful. And he looked at me and I, I didn't, I don't know why I said that. And as soon as I said it, I turned beet red and he looked at me and I was like, oh my God, get out of my chair. It was so bad.
0: <laughs> Did he say anything?
1: I don't remember. I think I just was so humiliated. I like blacked out at that point. Yep. I know I was, But beet- get this. <laughs> He definitely, like I left some impression. I was living, this was at the very end and I worked at a restaurant an hour from Graham Webb. He drove out because during while I was cutting his hair, he was asking me where I worked. I told him, I was like, you you wouldn't know it. It's far out, blah, blah, blah. Worked at this Irish pub as a cocktail waitress. He drove an hour out and sat in my section and that day I wasn't in the bar. I was in the restaurant section and he sat in the restaurant section and ordered like six beers in a row and in my state, and like in my little thing I was like oh my god I'm not gonna did blow he- you okay <laughs>
0: <laughs> did did he try to like chat you up
1: yes but I was so I just like I was like acted super busy at work was it was this so after
0: awkward. the the the, yes. the oh my gosh how at how-
1: a- <laughs> one time and I was like you know I was like 18 in hair school I was humiliated I didn't know how to handle it but luckily he left and then I even got like my uh boss that night to like walk and walk me to my car because i was like totally <laughs> that's <laughs> creepy as fuck <laughs> it's so creepy it's not like i mean he he like googled where it was and did all that on, on his own
0: oh yeah like that's oof, well it's hilarious and then then it got real creepy <laughs> and
1: then it got creepy
0: as shit. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh shit that was a good one thanks for sharing that
1: yeah
0: that was good uh all right. Well, uh, this was great. Thank you for uh, for for taking the time, and um, uh, we'll chat next time, everybody. Th- this is Ashley
1: Gray. And- Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>